Henry, the shell boo, blow him, come on. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Junior Kiko in with Junior. Oh man, bro, this this podcast, bro, this podcast is going places I never thought. Cause, bro, in the beginning, bro, I just gotta say we gotta start with the attitude of gratitude. But before that, I just gotta tell you guys that I never, I never expect this kind. Cause I thought it was just gonna be like, you know, like I don't know what I was thinking. I have no idea what you know. Sometimes I don't know what I'm thinking. Sometimes I think it's something. I'm going, what the hell is this? You, you see what I'm saying? Bro, so so anyway, what happened? What had happened was, right? Um, we used to say that in a radio station. Don't ask me why. I just followed the lead. <laughs> That's all I did. Bro, that was my job. That was my job in radio. Follow the lead, right? And sometimes the lead would pitch me the same bit every day. And I, I had to do a lot. Oh, bro. I had to do the same thing over and over. Every day, every day, every day. Anyway, uh, so this morning... We reached a milestone. So we, we got to include this in our gratitudes. Okay. We hit 5,214 listens in a 24-hour period from last night. So we'd like to say mahalo. Thank you very much. And uh, bro, so, the, so the last podcast we did, right? The last podcast, right, was about how I met Mackie Fury and stuff like that. Oh, bro, off the charts, man. Local people are starting to listen. Local people, okay. Um... Now, uh, let's see, where we get low? Oh, bro, so the local people that started, now I got to tell you guys, the local, because I'm looking at the analytics, and you know that, the guy in the $20 word, analytics, <laughs> like, they, they're giving you the breakdown of who's listening, right? So anyway, uh, it was Wailuku Maui. Wailuku Maui, we love you guys. Thank you very much. Don't ask me why it was Wailuku, okay? Because people in Kalihi still never listen. <laughs> we know, we know, Eddie. See, because wherever you get your cell phone registered, okay? If you live in Kali, right, and just, let's say you went down to uh, Verizon, and you got your and you got your phone, right now they're not on sponsor of mine or anything. I'm not telling you guys go to Verizon, okay? I I go where I go, but you know you guys whatever. So if you go over there, right, and you open your account, and you in Kali, they can tell where you at, okay? Because your phone get tracking. So we this, this is how everybody knows. So pretty soon, no more hey, bro, no more secrets anymore. You guys think you, you guys think you're being sly in the DMs, in the messaging? No more, no more secrets. Okay, so so this is the we could talk about that on the podcast. But anyway, Wailuku Maui Malo. The second one is Oahu. Okay, so Wailuku Maui is first. Honolulu, on Oahu, on the island of Oahu, is second. Okay, this is in Hawaii now, Hawaii rankings. Okay, and then it kind of filters out. Then it's like it's like a who's who of neighborhoods, right? Okay, so we get Wainai. Wainai is in the house. Nanakuli is in the house. Right? We get Mililani in the house. We get Kahuku in the house. Okay? Now, um, we still know more Hawaii Kai in the house. Okay? We still know more that. 
east side? Yeah, we get the west side. We, we get the west side. We don't go to east side, okay? So, so here's what's happening. So we know, right, by what's going on in the analytics, that my old demographic, right? Okay, now, I told you guys, you draw in line, okay, you cut the line right after Waikiki, okay, going, going to Makaha. People know who I am. Right from from Waikiki back all the way down the east side until you get to the till you get to the blowhole till you get to the actually sandy beach till you get to sandy beach right okay not until you get to Waimanalo do they know who I am again and then back around the country Kaneohe Kahalu all the way down and then they know okay this is this is for you people in Hawaii okay we're talking to you guys I'm sorry people in Vietnam right now they they're going what where is this what is he talking about okay hang on hang on hang on so. Anyway, but that's what it, and then it kind of filters out. Now, the countries, we'd like to say uh, mahalo and aloha from Hawaii to Ireland, Netherlands, Ghana, Canada, United Kingdom, Bangladesh, Australia, Brazil, Slovakia, Israel, Poland, Philippines, Germany, South Africa, Russia, Japan, France, Italy, Belgium, Romania, Vietnam, Peru, and Austria. Okay? Mahalo to you guys. 71% is Apple. Now, here's what's happening. Here's what's happening. Remember when it was 72% the other day? Okay, so 71% now, Spotify is catching up. Spotify get 11% now. Okay, um, and Anchor is 6%, and then Google Podcast is 2%. Google never changed. Okay, so the people that are listening to us on Samsung phones and stuff like that, right? The Google guys, right? The Android, the Android crowd. Okay, so they, that's 2% right there. Uh, Spotify, if you are a member of Spotify and you're catching my podcast, you are part of the 11%. And we'd like to uh, thank you, Malo, Malo, you accordingly. Uh, so now our zero to seventeen-year-olds went down. Okay, we had you remember we had we had we had a few, right? Okay, now now the seventeen uh, zero to seventeen have nothing to do with us. The eighteen to twenty-two have nothing to do with us. So the twenty-three to twenty-seven-year-olds, five percent. The twenty-eight to thirty-four demo is dead. Get okay? it flat. They, they don't listen to us. The 35 to uh, dead, okay? So uh, they listen to us, okay? Now, there's an increasing number, uh, which is actually pushing down our other numbers, right? Our, an increasing number of 60 plus. We like to mahalo all the uncles, okay? Mostly the uncles listening to us. And the old ladies got better things to do than sit around and, and uh, brah, you know, they, they, you know. <laughs> they, they, they're baking cookies and taking care of their mo'opuna. Okay, so mo'opuna is, is grandchildren in, uh, in Hawaiian. So, uh, so males are eighty six percent. Females thirteen. Females are hanging on. There's still a couple, of, a couple of cheeks hanging on. Okay, and then, uh, then non-binary. Okay, so people who don't identify with a particular gender, we get zero, and zero non-specified. So pretty much everybody on our show is identified with one thing or another. And we had over five thousand listeners in a twenty-four hour period. Uh, yesterday, so we just like to say mahalo. And then we have, uh, so, you know, people been asking us, like, oh, what about the states and, you know, what, what kind of states you got in the United States? Now, we're trying to get more states. I'll give you a, an idea because I took some pictures out of my laptop. So right now I'm scanning in my photo library. <laughs> I took, no, we took, we took pictures because, uh, it's kind of hard to, uh, kind of hard to do the podcast off of the laptop. That's not how we do them. So we, we do them in a different way. But anyway, we, we're looking. We're looking and uh, we get them right here. 
So so now, uh, as far as the states go, it gives us the breakdown of the states. So let's start with, uh, so we got like uh, Illinois, Maryland, Wyoming, Arizona, Maine, New Jersey, Utah, New York, South Carolina, North Carolina, Massachusetts, Michigan, North Dakota, Ohio, Florida, Montana, Nevada, Mississippi, Rhode Island, Pennsylvania, New Mexico, California, Texas, Virginia, Tennessee, Oregon, Georgia, Washington, and Hawaii. Now, the, the way it breaks down is it goes Texas, and then, uh, I'm sorry, it goes California, then Texas, then Hawaii, okay, and then the other, the other states. So we do have local people. Local people are coming on board, and we see that in the demos. We like to mahalo you guys. Thank you very much. And um, this thing is, like, worldwide. Like, anybody can listen and enjoy and, you know, take part and whatever. So we want to tell you guys in the foreign countries, when you guys listen to this show, you guys are honorary Hawaiians. Hawaiians! Yeah, Hawaiians! Now, now, when you guys not listening to the show, you guys go back to be Vietnamese and everything else and, you know, in your country. Okay? So, anyway, but this, this podcast, we wanted to talk about a variety of stuff, but that's all we do. We talk about different things that are going to make you guys think. Okay? And one of the things that's been going on is politics, right? You've seen the politics, right? Okay, so here's what happens, right? So a long time ago, I used to date this girl. And her family was like the kingpins of organized crime in Hawaii. We're not going to mention names. Okay, we're not going to mention names. But I would tell you that all these guys was Hawaiian. <laughs> they were all Hawaiian. So in the, in the old days, right, in the old days, the, they called it the company unofficially. But amongst the local people... They call it the syndicate in Hawaii. So this, this is just education for you guys outside of Hawaii. The guys over here, they know. They know. So we say the syndicate, okay? And uh, sometimes you get some guys from, from outside, they come in, they call it the local mob. <laughs> we don't call them the local mob. So we, we, we don't. But, but back in the day, it was called the company. Now, we're talking long time ago, okay? And it was called the company, and there was there was a board of directors and there was a chairman of the board. Okay, we're not gonna get into that. We're not gonna tell you who was the chairman and who was it. Okay, it was but but let's just say everything was organized. Everything everything was everything was organized. It was very and everybody had their territories. See, so it had different different factions of different groups, right? At different places, and they all they all was you know organized onto their own. And then you had the guys that was calling the shots, okay? And and so these guys, the shot callers, right? So they, they was like, bro, they, they was, so I, I always tell you guys, get different levels of gangster. Now, these guys was at the top. These guys was, you know, so I'm talking the people that run the place, that make the decisions, the top guys. Okay, this this was the top layer, okay? And it was, bro, it was a trip watching this thing because, Bro, we heard phone calls being, you know, they joke around local, you know, local people, they joke around, oh, that one phone call, one phone call and it'll be taken care of. Okay, well, I never heard those phone calls. You know, the phone call, like, oh, go take this guy out. Okay, we, we never heard that. Those phone calls were not made around other people. I can tell you that. Okay. When contracts was put out on somebody, it wasn't advertised in a newspaper. It was like, hey, we got any takers? No. They did them different, okay? And they didn't do it around people, okay? But these phone calls are made. And if the, and if you were one of those people, it was one of the very top trusted lieutenants that, that, that they would talk around. And that's it, 
Okay, so there was only a few people, like less than a handful of people that knew when these things were going going around. But see, so one of my uncles was so one of my, I always say, say this on the radio because we don't mention names, but one of my uncles was called the newscaster, right? And one of my uncles was called the magician. Okay, so these, these two uncles that I had, and, and the uncle that, that we call the magician, we call him the magician because he could make guys disappear. He could make people disappear. He was good at that. He was like a magician, right? But he could do them off his cell phone. But in the, in the old days, in the old days, they had car phones. You know, most people never have cell phones. He had a car phone. He had a car phone in his car, right? Okay, my other uncle, they call him the newscaster, okay? And they call him the newscaster for a reason. Because he could give you the good news and he could give you the bad news. The good news was you going to heaven. The bad news was you going now. Bro, these guys, these guys was heavy duty, bro. These guys. Oh, man. So, so you know, hanging out with these guys, right? You, you get a inflated sense of yourself. Okay. Pretty soon you start thinking you're a little bit bigger than you are because you're hanging out with all these guys. You know what I'm saying? And and so that, you know, we, we experienced all of that. We saw guys. We saw guys that used to hang with us, right? And they used to go push their weight around. They used to go push their weight around, okay? Now, fast forward years years into this, day, like years down the road, right? Because I knew this chick, right? She was, on a, she was on the phone. She was on the phone. And she didn't know that that I knew, right, she didn't know my ties and my family's ties, but her family had ties to the same people, right? It was really funny because she was, she was on the phone one night, and so the reason why she was a little uppity is because one of her family members got pretty high up in the decision-making of a certain, I, I want to say, a, a certain trust, Right, you know, way up there in that, you know, because we got plenty of trust. We got Castle and Cook trusts. We got all these big estates that run a lot of stuff in Hawaii. And her family was, you know, connected to one of these things, right? And so she she would call me one night, and she said, you know, and and she was actually serious. I was I was on the other end of the phone. I was kind of quiet, you know. And she said, you know, if I want so and so to produce me, he will produce me tonight, tonight. Right, so I, I was just crazy. I was like, mm, mm, okay, well, you know, let's not tell this girl who we know, or who you know, let's not tell her that that's the same people. You know what I mean? And and but but we got to be good friends after that. We got to be good friends after that. We got to be, you know, but but in the beginning, it's all that flexing going on. You know, all that flexing going on. You know, like I told you guys about the Hawaiian radio station that we're right. So so in the beginning, all the flexing happens. Afterwards. Everything simmers down, see, because everybody gotta get their guard up. Everybody gotta, you know, cause like, cause like the and some of the same people know the same people, right? So when they go back and complain to the same people, that's when they find out, right? They go back, they complain to the same people. They get, hey, tell this guy for you know da 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 da, and the and the guy, uh, wait, you know that his father is my uncle's first cousin's to 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 my auntie's sister's uh, father's cousin, right? And they go, what? And it and so they they explain them out. 
right? It's almost like it's almost like on genealogy, but it's not. It's more of like on local connection kind of stuff, right? And when they when they explain them out, then you feel stupid, right? And then basically, you just gotta go back to your job and shut your ass, and, and you know you be okay. So now I can swear because we're no more zero to seventeen year olds on a podcast. So, but but that's what that's what it is. That's what it is, right? And it's because Hawaii is one small town. Okay. Now the corruption part of what's going on. Okay, which is what I talk about, you know, here and there, right? It's not because Hawaii people are corrupt. It's because we live on islands. Okay, we live on islands, like my home island, right? My home island. I knew all these guys when I was young. And we know people by their family name. We, we remember the fact, because they have so many kids. Why are we going to remember the first name? Too much. Too much. Overkill, Hawaiians. So what we do is we remember the last name. And then we see, oh, the last name. Oh, that, that's, that's who she would marry. Oh, okay. And then that cousin, that pretty soon, they all show up at the reunion, right? They all show up at the family reunion. And when they used to take pictures at the family reunion in the old days, right? They used to put them in a paper, in a newspaper. Right now, I'm coming. I'm coming to the point here. Oh, he's hanging there. You see, you see, and then you look in the newspaper. You say, "Hey, so and so, oh, that's the brother-in-law." Oh, I see. And you, you see, and you get the map. Right now, this girl that I was going with taught me something very important early on in life. Right, because she she knew I was hanging out with the guys I was hanging out with, and and she knew some of those guys. Right. But the but the thing she told me was this, and this is this go work for you too, Hawaiians. Okay, and I don't care where you are, I don't care what country you're in, this is gonna work for you. Always remember who you see with who. Okay, remember who you see with who, because after a while it's gonna be like connecting dots, and you'll be able to connect the dots, and then you go, oh, okay, so and so. So-and-so's with them, or they're with them, or they support them, or they So now, with the politicals, right? Politics coming out, right? This is, this is every four years, right? For, for governor, mayor, whatever. So we have term limits in Hawaii. We had to have term limits because certain guys is getting elected, like, every, every election. Because they really did a good job, right? Now we get term limits for major offices. Some offices, they still, you know, they go forever. In fact, we got one senator over here who thinks she's like God's gift to the Senate. But that's okay. You know, she's been there forever. And she does work hard. She does work hard. Okay? But it's the ego side of her that walks along with her when she walks into businesses and other places that people talk story. You know? Let's talk story. See? So they don't only talk story like that. They talk story about all kinds of stuff. They, anything to talk story, that's Hawaii. Okay, so so what I'm really trying to say is when you pay attention to who's supporting who, who's working for who, right? And how hard they're working. How hard are they working? Okay, now, he, the, the work is relevant, okay, to the assistance being rendered, okay? In other words, if you working, if you sign your life over to the devil, if you sign that contract, okay, that agreement, or if people loaning you money, okay. Now let's say now let, we've seen this. Oh, bro, we've seen this so many times. Let's say, for example, okay, you are not because let's use the entertainment business as a, as an example. So you're an entertainer. You want to get out there. You want to get your your stuff known. You want to be famous. You want to sell records. You want to be popular. All of that, okay. 
No problem. These guys are in the money business. The guys that will finance your albums. The guys that will finance the record companies that will put up the money. All this kind of stuff, right? But all these other guys are all tied in somehow. And the reason why they tied in is because this is an island. You know, if you're the number one record company in the, in the, on the island, right? You're going to be tied into the TV stations, the radio stations, the music venues, the everything. Why? Well, because you got to make money. You're recording these guys for a reason, right? You're recording these guys so you sell the records. If you're selling the records, you got to promote them, right? So you're buying ads from a newspaper station, uh, newspaper place, the radio station, television station, you're putting these guys on specials, you're doing on it, and it's the same Ohana over and over and over. Why? Because they was there first. They put up the money, right? Now, small kind different, okay? Small, now, the, the big record companies have gone from Hawaii, okay? They kind of broke down into smaller factions. Now, you get factions. What are factions? What are groups of people, Right? So you get this faction over here doing this. You get that faction over there doing that. And you get you get some guys in the middle that, that just go back and forth, whatever. They do whatever. Okay. So, you know, so when, when we were looking at this whole thing from way back when, it's like, well, they're not really corrupt. They just, they were there first. And they made the most money. Therefore, they reached out and uh, everybody else wants a piece of the pie. They want to make money too, right? So they, they're there selling to the record company, the, the representative, right? So what happens is that when these guys move on to another job, a lot of salespeople, they take the clients with them, right? They go, oh, hey, you know, uh, I left the newspaper, but now I'm working for this radio station. We can offer you a deal over here. We can make you deals over here. Hawaii is all about relationships. And we live on an island, so there's only so many people, right? And out of the people on the island, there's only so many people at the top that run everything else. And there's only so much, you know, there's, there's only so many power brokers and these power brokers are connected right down the line, right down the line to the street guys. Okay, they're not talking to the street guys. They probably don't even know the street guys, but the guys right above the street guys work for the guys right above them, right above them, right above them, right above them. When you get to the top of the pyramid, you find these guys. And if you're lucky enough to sit in one of their offices and talk story with them, <laughs> let's talk story. You see what I'm saying, Hawaiians? Talking story. Yeah, so, so what I'm saying is, if you're one of the guys at the bottom of the pyramid and you're trying to work your way up and, and you get these sponsors or guys that will believe in you, you say, hey, you know, I think so and so is a good singer. I think, I think, I think we hire this guy. I think we put some money behind this guy. So they put some money on you, right? Not on you. They put some money into you. Okay, so they sponsor your recording, right? They give money. They, you know, they, they put up the money. Now you owe these guys, okay, on paper. Okay, it was called a two-album, three-year contract. Okay, it was actually one album. For three years with a with an option to record a second album. Now it kind of worked like this, right? When when you when you do the first one and the thing flop, oh, you gotta make them back. Okay, it's like it's like going to Vegas, right? Okay, so you're down, your chips are down, right? And you're putting everything on the next row because you like makeup. You gotta make them, right? So so that would happen, and sometimes they would get the second chance. 
you know, and sometimes it was done deliberately. I saw this go down deliberately where the guys go, you know, I really think if you had the right this and that and that for the second shot, we, we can really do this. And this is really, you know, but I think you need, we need to bring in those guys and bring in that guy and bring in this guy. And then, then can. And then the guy, so the guy signs for the second thing, the second album. What happens? Well, now he's down two albums. Right now he owes two. Back in the day, thirty-five thousand an album, easy thirty grand minimum an album. Okay, now you're talking sixty thousand dollars. You know how long it takes to pay off sixty thousand dollars when you gotta go do random gigs, and you know you know more choice. You gotta go do the gigs they hire, cause they're gonna send you on a job. See, so when you work in the mainland and you're doing one two week tour, right, and you're doing I don't know five six places in two weeks and you come back. Right? And all that money, all that money is going to the record company, right? And they're cutting you checks. Okay. So you getting you getting enough to live on. You're getting one regular living. But this guy is making big money. And they're getting money off products. They they're making money off side stuff. They get plenty of side action going on. They get t shirts. They get this. They get that. They put up the money for everything. Boom. There you go. Collateral. There you go. Take them, take them up. Boom, 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 boom. Right? Okay, now you gotta get to the point where you you rise above that where you can you can start paying your own. It's called paying your dues. So you pay your dues first. Then the next the next step is that you put enough money away, right? Provided you're not snorting that money or smoking that money or you see what I'm saying? The drugs part for keep you going, right? Okay. Now, if you can put money away, pretty soon, you know, and we saw a lot of guys do this, and they were smart. And they put away money, and pretty soon, boom, they got their own label. They made their own money. Now they're working for themselves. But in the beginning, right, they had to pay the dues. You pay the dues. It's almost like an initiation of, of sorts, right? But then there was a lot of casualties. There was a lot of guys, right? They, they, you know, but you look at you look at the people that just came out of nowhere and bam, big splash, right? Their, their songs are being played on the radio every day. Every day, right? And slowly, what happens? Well, you see them start looking a little run down, losing a little weight. You know, when they come into the radio, when they come into the radio station for interviews, you got to remind them where they're at. You know what I mean? And they, because they're working hard. Now, the, the, the guys that you know that are working hard, okay? They're working hard because they owe. You know, you know the song, right? I owe, I owe. So off to work, I go, right? Okay, same, same, same. It, it's the same as if you're working as a plumber and you got to support your family or if you're working for an entertainment company and you owe them for your albums. It, it's the same. So now you're working. So look at these guys working the hardest. They're everywhere. They're all over the place. You know why? Because if they're not all over the place, they're going to end up owing the bottom line. And they, they won't be able to live here. They got to go. They got to go. And then they go. Okay, either that, well, see, in the mainland, it works a little bit different. In the mainland, a little bit different. Okay, because if, if you screw up on the I.O. part, you just go sleep, you know. And the detective walks in the hotel room and goes, oh, well, what do we have here? Uh, uh, Captain, I think we have a, a heroin addict here. I think you overdosed. Oh, how long did he have this habit? Oh, about 15 minutes. You see, so things are a little bit different. Right, but these guys that you see working the hardest, you know, the hardest. And at one point was me. People was looking at me, going, 
oh, I, I think he, I think he owes somebody, but look how hard he working, right? <laughs> and I was working hard, bro. We was working hard. We was jamming, you know. But one thing, one thing we always did was we took care of people, you know. Another thing we did was we always kept a level head on our shoulders, right? We never push our name, our, our weight around or our name around, right? Because I seen these guys where right? they get popular on the radio and stuff. And not even radio, I mean everything in entertainment, right? Either radio or playing music or whatever, right? And they get cocky. They start getting cocky, right? In fact, this one girl, I remember this one girl, and she came out and she, and I was there. I was there in the hotel lobby and I was standing behind her. And she told the girl working, Do you know who I am? And I'm like, Oh boy, here we go. You see, you see. But the reason why, the reason why we never had a problem is with that because we saw the inside first. We saw the inside. We knew how the inside worked because we had mentors that said, hey, look, this is like this. This is like that. This works like that. You know, and and they did that, right, so that we wouldn't have to become that kind of slave. So we wouldn't have to become that. You see what I mean? And and so so the the bottom line was always be humble. Funny thing, right? This 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 lady, she's a legend. Okay, we're not gonna mention names, but she's a legend. And she always told me, like, I don't know, I don't know what possessed her to tell me, right? Because you know, I mean, you know, sometimes sometimes if you're the pharmacist, you need a taste of your own medicine. Is what I'm saying. And she always told me, well, oh, be humble now, be humble. And when I was watching her and the way she carries on, I was like, wait, 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 stop. The cake, something is wrong with this picture. I'm hearing be humble and I'm seeing something else. See? But but the but the intent, right? The intent was there, the feeling was there, the 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 you know, the message was correct. You see what I'm saying? See, not everybody can follow, you know, like like I tell I tell my clients, right? So my law of attraction clients, you know, I, I have my clients and I tell my clients, look, I'm human. Okay. You know, cause, cause they look at me and they go, wow, like, like you got all, all this stuff going on. You got all these things going on. I said, yeah, but I had to work really, really hard, you know, to do this. I had to work really, really hard to do that. And then my business partner died five years ago. And then when that happened, you know, everything, all the money, money just, I don't know if you guys know anybody with cancer. Or anybody who's had cancer or been through cancer. I do not wish that on my worst enemy. I I do not. And I don't even I don't even know who my worst enemy is, but if I had one worst enemy, okay, I, I would not wish it upon them. Because I can tell you Hawaiians, when that happens, money just you you, you know, you ever go down to a stream? You ever see how the how the the water just run down the stream? Okay, that's what happens to money. Right? It just it just runs right out of the bank like that when, when cancer happens. Because you gotta take care of stuff. You gotta do stuff, right? So so right now it's like it's like bro, you know, they they look at me and they go, Oh, you rebuilding at your age? I'm like, Yeah, I'm rebuilding at my age. What else am I gonna do? What what are you gonna do? You let everything go? You know, so so that's another thing. Now here's the law of attraction part of this podcast. Okay? Now, if you have a dream Okay, remember Martin Luther King? He's like, I have a dream. Okay, he had a dream. He had dreams. He had chicks. He had, <laughs> he had, he had everything. He was a big banger. He was, he was, he had it going on. He was a baller. He, he, he had it going on. You know, when he stood at the wash in the mall 
in Washington, D.C., you know how many people was there, right? It was cheering him on, right? Brad, I tell you, so so sometimes that, that kind of stuff is like it can, if you're not grounded, okay? And it looks like he was grounded to me. It looked like he was grounded. But if you're not even grounded, you can't even do that. It, it took it took a lot for him to pull that off, to do that. You see what I'm saying? And then they got rid of him. Why they got rid of him? Because he was a threat. He was a threat. Okay? So, so you know, if you have a dream and you're following your dream, okay? And then halfway down a stream or halfway down a road or halfway through the journey, you go, nah, you know what? I... I I don't think I like that dream. I think I'll follow it out of dream. I'm going to make this out of dream over here. Right? Now, that initial dream, that's never going to happen. You know, my original dream, right? My original. Before I, before I got into all of this stuff, business was not my idea. This was my uncle's idea. The podcast was Augie T's idea. This was not my idea. Right? My, my thing was like, I saw Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Don Ho, all these guys, Perry Como. Jose Feliciano, all these guys performing. And I said, that's what I like to do. I like to be one world famous singer. I just wanted to stand on a stage and sing. It's all I wanted to do. Stand on the stage, sing, right? With an orchestra. And I got to do that. I got to do that. But not, you know, we, we didn't have a, a long running show. I mean, you know, so 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 guys like Don Ho, right? Locally, I I I'll go make local references for you guys. You guys in the mainland, you guys in other countries, Google. So this guy, right, Don Ho, he was Hawaii's greatest star, and I got to hang out with him. But he had a show. He did he did shows like his whole life. He did shows, and that's what he did. He went to work. He sat on a stage. He he walked onto the stage. He he had suits. He did all this stuff. He sang songs. The chicks was in the first five six rows and looking at him with with the tongue hanging out. And then I mean, well maybe not like that, but but you know what I'm saying, right? They was hungry. They was hungry. They was there for a reason. They was, they was there for a reason. They wanted to feel the vibe. You see, and so so to me, I thought, well, that's what I'm gonna do. Right? I'm going to stand on the stage. I'm going to sing. The chicks could be there. And the orchestra could be playing. And the hula girls would be dancing. Or, you know, And I, I eventually got to do it. But when I got to do it, I was like, wait a minute. Where's the feeling? Where's the feeling for me? Right? Because I got to do it. I was there. I said, I remember standing. I told you guys on the podcast. I got up on a stage and I looked out and I go, you know, this is one big baby party. There was no... There was no, you know, like accomplishment feeling. This was a job. Then I knew. And only then when I got to Waikiki and I stood on my own stage doing my own show, did I understand what happened years and years and years ago when I was 17 years old watching the Don Hall show. And Uncle Don saying, this is the music business, right? This is the music business. This is not this is not anything else. So this is what he did for a living. Right? And he and he that's what he did. He showed up, he sang, the hula girls danced, the rehearsals, everything was centered around music and entertainment, but it was business. Right? And then so so I learned from there. So when you get to the point where you see guys being obligated, or you see guys with their ego, you know, kind of huge, right? And, and that ego causes them to go, yeah, well, everybody cheering for us. Yeah, I'm going to sign for the contract. And they sign. And then they go in. 
And then normally what we what we saw by experience is most of these guys that that came out did not come out the way they went in. Very different. And when you look at the national level, right? Look at look at Beyonce. Look at look at all these look at all these girls. Look at Mariah Carey. All, all of them. They they don't come out the way they go in. And it's a grind. It's it's a it's a heavy grind, right? So what I was talking about about these guys working hard. The harder you see somebody working, there's a reason why. Okay. Now I was working real hard, and I gave I guess I gave the wrong impression to a few people, right? Because they thought, oh. Oh, brother, brother must, must have to make this money for somebody. No, we was making money for us. We wasn't bound to anybody's contract. Okay. However, we did want to get into the, to the record companies. We did want to do that. We did want to have that experience. But it was put to me by, by somebody who was actually in those circles, right? And he came back and he told me, and I said, you know, the one regret that I have is that we didn't get to be included. And he looked at me, he goes, you know why, right? And I go, no, why? And he said, uh, your family, you know why? And then I go, oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the, here's the law of attraction thing, right? I focused on the final outcome. I focused on doing a show. I got to do the show. The show was a wedding and party business, which gave everybody the impression that I was in the music industry. I wasn't in the music industry. I had to make my own. I had to make my the, the wedding and party business. That was my own. But we entertained over 350,000 people that way. We made over a million dollars that way. We did, we did all that stuff. But it wasn't the way that I had in my head. Right? So here's the lesson. When God gives you something, when God starts to open the doors for you, it's not necessarily going to come out exactly as you planned. And that's why I tell people, you know, the law of attraction. And they, they come to me and they say, Junior, please teach me how to do this, do that. Because we saw everything you did and, and we, we like, no, how? We, like, we want to know. And I always tell them the how is God's job. The how is God's job. See? So, so I don't even plan anymore. I know it sounds crazy. I don't even plan. I keep that. I keep the eventual, the eventual, the, the eventual image in my head of what I wanted to be. That's it. I don't plan the cost anymore. I haven't planned the cost for a long time. Long time. Maybe maybe 10 years. Maybe maybe a little over 10 years. All I knew, like like from, from before, right? I, I thought, okay, I like performing an orchestra, 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 orchestra. And and Wayne was my orchestra. Wayne Borhead was my orchestra. And that, you know, Roland Casimiro told me on one on an interview one time. He said, I am my brother's orchestra. That's what he told me. Roland Casimiro. Now, I know you guys in Israel going, okay, who's Roland Casimiro? Okay, just Google. Just put him in Google. Roland Casimiro. And then, they, you know, Google him. So he was, he was probably the, one of the best rhythm guitarists in the world. World-class rhythm guitarist, bro. Guarantee, hands down. And he was Robert's orchestra. And then, so, so you know, during that time, Wayne was my orchestra. So I had an orchestra. Right, and then then Wayne passed away. Guess what happened? He was replaced by fourteen guys, cause we started rehearsing with a real orchestra. Now you know, and then we had to break them down because nobody nobody's gonna hire fourteen guys on a regular basis, right? So our party our party orchestra uh, orchestra consisted of nine guys, nine guys, and we had nine people in the orchestra, and we and we did it like that. 
and there's videos you guys can see videos there's videos on my instagram there's videos all over the place all, all online but but the point of me saying this is that I didn't say, okay, this is how we're going to get the orchestra. We're going to do this, then we're going to the union, then we're going to make phone calls, then we're going to contact, find so-and-so and do it. No, 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 no. All I said was orchestra in my head. That's it. And what really, what happened, the way that happened, if you guys really like, if you local people like, no, I was recommended just right after Wayne passed away. I was recommended to this guy. Because they were looking for somebody who knew how to sing Frank Sinatra's songs, right? I guess somebody said, hey, why, why, why don't we have some dinosaur music in there? Hey, we need somebody who knows how to do this, right? So they, so he called, they called me. And, and uh, they said, hey, Jimmy referred us to you. You know, God bless Uncle Jimmy, right? I mean, really, Jimmy Borges was, he was, he was the man when it came to jazz in Hawaii. He was the man. And I used to go to his shows. Right? I used to sit down and watch his stuff. And then, and then, so so these guys, I hooked up with these guys at the first rehearsal. I was at the first rehearsal because I couldn't do the first gig because I had a wedding. I had to do a wedding. I was already booked by contract. You know, we, we booked months in advance with that kind of stuff. Uh, not not now during COVID-19, nobody's booking as far as I know. I don't, I don't know. But back in the day, that's how it was, right? And this is just a few years ago. And so... I was I remember going to this going to this rehearsal because this guy said, Hey, if you want to come down, we have rehearsal on this night, that night, you know, and come it was a Monday night. They say, Hey, come down to the Monday night practice. So I thought, okay. Then they said, Yeah, we have we have charts, don't worry, just come. I was like, okay. So I went down, right? And I told this story to <laughs> I told this story to one of my friends. I was telling her about this whole thing. But the the funny part was I was sit I was standing there singing these Sinatra songs. Now, these guys, these musicians who were probably in high school when Frank Sinatra was famous, right, are playing. And, and this one Japanese man who's so skinny and he's blowing his trombone and he, he's putting his back into it. You know what I'm saying? And, and I was standing there going, wait a minute now. Am I, am I being selfish with this goal of mine? Am I being selfish with this, this, Am I being too ambitious with this stuff? You know, like I, I'm trying to get to this place, and and this stuff is outdated already. Like, you know, it's 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 not the kind of you know, it's not the kind of thing where we're gonna blow up. You know what I mean? Like, hey, look at this guy, sit out there. Hey, we let go. Okay, put down money. Let's go. You know, it wasn't like that. And then when I saw these guys, and they they were older guys, they retired, they're good, really good musicians. But that one uncle was really, and he was. Thin. He was and he was putting all his energy into that trombone, and I, I was, I was standing there. And I was like, "Wait a minute, am I being selfish?" Right? But God will bring you the, you know, God will bring you the opportunity or whatever your goal is. But you have to just focus on that. So that happened first. By the time we started performing, the younger guys showed up. And the younger orchestra showed up. You know, the younger guys showed up. This was just practice. But at that practice, I had questions. I had questions. You know, so then, so then, yeah, long story short, I did get to perform with the orchestra. I do. We, I bought all the charts. You know, spent, spent a bunch of, dropped a bunch of cash on buying all the charts for, for all kinds. I got charts we never even work on yet. I get charts, I get charts at home we never, we never even do yet. So I'm hoping and praying to God that orchestras will continue to be a thing. 
you know, because because I still have it in my head. I still have the show in my head. I still have the desire in my head. I still have the energy. I still have the goal in my head. Okay, right now I'm looking at COVID-19 as a break. I'm not looking at COVID-19 as broken. I'm not looking at the world as broken right now. No, the world's on a break right now. This is a 100-year Masonic ritual. Do your homework. Check them out. See, so so I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, okay, well, we, we got to see how God going to turn this thing out. We got to see how, you know, whatever you believe, higher self, God, higher power, Jesus Christ. Let's see how Jesus is going to work this. Let's see how Jesus arranges this. Okay, so nothing is going to, the world is changing. Yes, guarantee, guarantee, Hines. But you know what? God is real. Okay, Jesus Christ is real. That, that, that energy that, that we all come from is real. So there's always going to be a balance. So no, don't, don't panic. When you guys see something going one way and everybody gets all excited for nothing, right? There's always going to be balance. There's always going to be balance. So just remember, when you focus on something, don't make the plan because you're going to get disappointed. See, because my, my plan, right? My plan wasn't, didn't turn out the way, the way I planned it. I planned to go down Waikiki and, 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 you know, audition and, and get one show and, and do all this stuff. And it, it didn't work that way. I went radio first. I went the long way around. The long, right? I, I couldn't even pick one longer way. This is the longest way. But during this journey of mine, right? I got to live all my dreams. And I'm getting to live all my dreams. I'm still in the process of realizing all these dreams. Okay, so... What I can tell you out of experience, right? Just focus on that one goal. There's people around the world buying my music now. Mostly in Singapore, right? People in Singapore buying my, my music, right? I have no way to go to Singapore to do shows. I don't know nobody in Singapore. I don't know the people in the hotels in Singapore. I don't know if they're going to show up to my show. I don't, you know, it's a crapshoot. All I know is that people from Singapore are going on iTunes and downloading my music. You know, my old sappy, sappy songs from when I was young. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not even, I'm not even proud. Of, I'm not, I'm not even going to tell you guys where it is. <laughs> I'm not even going to do that. But I'm just telling you guys. Okay. So keep that final end result in your mind. That's it. Okay. And sometimes, okay. Don't, and don't believe this. Here's, here's, this is the takeaway. This is the takeaway from this podcast. Don't believe that you got to work hard. Don't believe, don't believe that. If Do you believe in God? If the answer is yes, do you believe in Jesus Christ? If the answer is yes, you don't have to work hard, okay? Hard is of the devil. It's of the other side. Hard. Think about it. I'm working hard. What happens to your health when you work hard? It gets bad. What happens? What is positive about hard? Hard is not a good word, Right? Hello, Hawaiians. Come on, Hawaiians. All right. So when you take the steps in faith, when you believe in God, okay, you go to church and the pastor will tell you, you got to work hard. <laughs> I'm like, what? No, you don't have to work hard. You do have to help others. You do have to kokua. In Hawaiian, we say kokua. You do have to help others. You do have to serve your community. You do have to try to make the world a better place than when you found it. But if your motive is money, if your motive is anything else other than 
then improvement and sincerity in in and humility in helping in being there for people in trying to make people's lives better then you're doing them wrong you're doing them wrong okay so just remember hey you guys can you guys can go on a website it's here for you dot live is the website you can uh you can email me at here for you usa and oh Oh, sorry, I gotta go always. All right, so you guys, you guys can email me at here for you USA at gmail.com. I will try my best to help you. No worries, no worries. You can live your dreams, Hawaiians. You just gotta be brave enough to do it. It takes some cojones. Because <laughs> the beginning is spooky, bro. Your legs shake, everything like that. Hey, we gotta thank our sponsors Island Club and Spa, brother Randy and sister Jerry. Also, we gotta thank Voice Master Enterprises, family of service companies. Also, we want to thank uh, we want to thank brother Darren Chinan and his awesome music at afmhawaiimusic.com. Okay, that's afmhawaiimusic.com. Go online and download his album, Darren Chinan. Check him out on the website. Till next time, I'm Junior Kekoeva Junior. Mahalo and Allah.